Hey guys, here's another episode here with uh, Nick and uh, Jack. Hey guys. So uh, a little backstory on this episode. I was actually in Europe and we didn't get the chance because of the time difference to actually come up with this uh, podcast episode and so on and so forth. But it's... uh... This is a fun one for me, personally. Uh, we, we I'm actually, excited for this one, man. We, we actually came up with it from our previous episode, all about the, uh, re- you know, the how to prevent injuries and rest and recovery. Yep. And it's a new mini-series that we're doing here on the channel where we're profiling health gurus or we're profiling the people that we personally look up to and we'd like to talk about them here on the channel. Do you want to tell our audience on who we're doing this week? Absolutely. Uh, someone you guys may or may not have heard of, uh, Mr. Oh. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh, I hope they've heard of him. If they haven't, I'm going to be... <laughs> no, we, got a, we got a problem. But uh, So, he is uh, very well known. He's. Uh, but where do most people know him from? That's the, that, that's the big thing. Like, that's... Uh, he is a he was a professional bodybuilder. That's what I feel like a lot of people know from. But he was a very famous actor as well. He was the Terminator. He was the Commando. Oh like lord! He the, like he was the Predator final enemy, and like he's known for so many. My things. I just saw him. I, I I I kid you not. I was sitting with Brett, and we watched Kindergarten Cop, and I was like, Oh, that's a good one, man. That's I one. I was I was thrown off because he had a beard and like shaggy uh, hair and I'm like his holy whole, hell his whole dynamic there was so different and uh we could talk about this guy all day oh. we could dig into the acting jobs he did but obviously we're here focused on more of the health side of things focused on him as a professional bodybuilder and not just as him as a bodybuilder but more as what he's done more recently with just maintaining uh being a health influence oh, yeah. and just yeah. promoting different ideologies well, within the fitness community a little bit about his past i know just from our research schwarzenegger began lifting at 15 at the age of 15 15 and you know where he was where that was when i believe he was still living in austria i believe i'm not for sure but that's when that's where he's from and what's crazy is just how far he went how fast let me, let me tell you a story, because I, I think we've either talked about this, or you called BS, and I looked it up, and it was actually right. I forget who I, who, who I told this to, but so he was actually in the military, and he ended up, um, like, he, he wanted to be Mr. Eaton first. Like, that was his big goal, you yeah. know? And eventually he did, but the big thing that he would do when he was in the military is that there was a compartment that was specifically used for like rations and extra bedding and extra equipment and so he replaced it with like dumbbells weightlifting equipment and so every time that the tank would mobilize he would you know he'd do his duty that he needed to for the country of austria and then when they rested he would spend two hours lifting then he'd sleep he'd wake up in the morning do another two hours of lifting he'd put all of the equipment back inside of the tank and believe that all the dumbbells were just concrete weights and this man is like not only do is he doing his duty to country he's trying to follow his dream absolutely and he's also like he's got that military just uh, it's the just like discipline oh. and the whole background it's and like, what's crazy is he didn't just maintain his dream of bodybuilding he achieved it during his service so he actually served in the austrian army in 1965 when he was 18 
So this is three years into his bodybuilding journey. Jesus Christ, and before he our time. won the Junior Mr. Europe contest while he was serving at 18 years old. Hell, it doesn't seem that. like he served too long. He fulfilled a one year of service, which was required at the time. So he was required to do that, but he made the most out of it and somehow served his country and won the Junior Mr. Europe contest, which is, I think, definitely very respectable. And he obviously never slowed down from there, kept it going, and he won the Mr. Universe title at age 20, and then won the Mr. Olympia title seven times. That's an impressive resume. How, old is, he? Impressive how, how resume. old is he now? Now, I believe he was born in 47. Um, Let's do some quick math. 47, 53. 75? Is that? Well, no. Sylvester Stallone's up there, yeah, and they've always had a big rival. Mm. And Sylvester Stallone's another one that we got to do a profile yeah, that's, on. That'll be its own. Oh, boy. We're, we're sitting here like, uh, we're doing this one podcast. Yeah, and we he's gotta up do there. Episode. He's definitely in his mid 70s, and he's doing great for his age, is he not? Which, I mean, is obviously very expected, but. Uh, so. One thing I do kind of want to touch on, and so he has written many, many books regarding bodybuilding, and uh, he's been in documentaries. He's uh, he's retired from bodybuilding specifically, but he is far from retired from still being a health guru he's still, and promoting that. He's like, still, he still makes videos. He still is in the gym. He's oh, my still, God, yeah. And I love, like, as I was kind of talking about earlier to you, I feel like he can be controversial in the gym community. Because he is, he started very young. Again, like he was born in '47. He was bodybuilding in the mid 1900s when there's a lot less information and a lot less research available, and so there is a lot of controversial. I think today, in the sense that not some of the stuff he said is uh, with more context nowadays isn't as true, but. I still feel like a lot of the foundations and a lot of the mentality, a lot of oh, the yeah. practices he preached are absolutely do maintain to this day. We have a lot more fancy equipment nowadays, but you're still going to see the same similar strength machines in the gym we do today than you did 50 years ago. And oh, yeah. a lot of it really does hold true. So all I want to say is I've respected him. I've seen him as an icon and a role model since I started my journey. I started off my journey in a very grunge, uh, down like run-down, low-income bodybuilding, like old-school bodybuilding gym, and I loved it. My, to, to this day, my favorite gym I've ever been in. You know, there are holes in the walls. It, was, it wasn't very nice. It was actually down in Overland, near the airport, down, the, down near St. Louis, Damn. called Eagle Gym, and I, I really did love it. Are they uh, still open? I believe so, under different management. Sadly, the owner uh, who I was associated with, he was a friend of a friend. Uh, he had a lot of health concerns, and I think management switched. Uh, but I do wish, I definitely, I'll have to take you there sometime, because it's just in a unique environment. But I think we could I'm definitely do YouTube, like just a video of us working out there. And just Absolutely. Kind of uh, past, you know? So, and it's cheap. $5 gas pass too can't beat it but Ooh. it's it's again it's a bodybuilding style it's also a boxing gym it's a half boxing but bodybuilding really? style gym so you see Arnold you see pictures of his damn near naked body all over the walls it, the gym is covered with trophies uh, Mr. Strongman awards we have a, there's a couple swords hanging up you know and like there is a lot of like Nothing there's professional bodybuilders like if you sword. go to that gym like the community there is very 
different than most gyms. Uh, but again, that's where I got started at, and that's why Arnold Schwarzenegger became a role model for me at a very early age. But with this being said, I do know, again, a lot, some of the stuff that he taught and that he preaches is definitely some older information. I think he still stays very relevant. Clearly, he is up to times, just if not more than me, he has a lot more access. But I'm not trying to, um, I'm not trying to say any of the information from him is irrelevant whatsoever. All I'm saying is ever anything I retain, regarding from him directly from his books, overall in general, I always keep with an open mind just to make sure because again, he's still active. He still teaches to this day. But some of his older videos, his older content from, you know, 30, 40 years ago, I keep with an open mind and then relay it, relate it to the newer information I have, but... Yeah, no, I agree, man. I remember I watched a video where Schwarzenegger was talking about his, uh, his uh, gym partner, right? And it was a gym partner that just constantly pushed him, and he was a big advocate for going to the gym with somebody who is... Not necessarily like in your league, but somebody who has that dog mentality that's like, go do five more, go do five more, get your shit together, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, I know when it comes to you and me, like every Sunday, like I'm the one that goes and picks you up and I make sure you get up so that we can go to the gym and we can just do whatever we need to. But it's like, I've always admired Schwarzenegger for just his, uh, honest, just his honesty and like how he developed and I think that he developed himself to be Mr. Universe simply because he he always asked for help and that's a big thing especially Absolutely. in the uh, fitness community I think you know what I mean definitely you have to constantly keep trucking forward with an open mind and constantly ask questions because there is an infinite room for expansion oh yeah most knowledge. definitely now I am curious though because this guy has won like you were saying earlier a bunch of awards like Mr. Universe at the age of 20 in 1967 and then he won the Mr. Olympia title between 1970 and 1980 damn near seven times and yeah mm -hmm. his first one was at 23 what a at New York what exactly like what's the requirements to like win these competitions do you know not off the top of my head. Um, the bodybuilding side of things, I'm still new at, and I'm going to. I, and again, I'm telling you this now, like this isn't something I want to do. This is something I'm going to do. I am going to become a bodybuilder, but I'm saving that stage for my life until closer to my 30s or 40s. Right now, I'm solely focused on just retaining as much information as I can and working on the longevity side of things, working on my joints, on my mobility, making sure I I'm going to stay nice and strong, healthy joints, but I'm definitely going to dig deep into the bodybuilding side of things once I'm older and once I have, honestly, more money and more time for it because bodybuilding is, is a very, very, very time-consuming uh, and energy-consuming. Oh, boy. I, yeah. I'm, uh, I'm actually looking up, like, what's required to, I, I guess, kind of, like, win the just any of the like Mr. Olympia and it looks like it's based off of point system but it it's almost based off of it almost seems like judges like it's all it is, it's all it is. so bodybuilding as a whole is really focused on the symmetry side of things and on not I don't want to say the aesthetic but like it's all based on not necessarily the performance 
but more of the results of the performances, seeing where the body fat is, seeing how much control we have over, and that's where the posing comes in, you know, mm -hmm. being able to focus on these striations in the chest, focusing on all the different control we have there. I mean, I've seen people, like, they'll pose, and I think Arnold was the one that told me, like, was talking through the video, and I was watching it. It was one of those things where he'd seen people, like, flex for, like, fucking 45 minutes, and then they, like, go to walk off the stage, and then they just pass out. Mm -hmm. And it's all, like, because you're obviously... I don't know if the correct term is fasting or if like you're you're watching what you eat beforehand. So Absolutely, and the them. amount of ex the, the extremities bodybuilders go through before shows is crazy. And there's this gentleman that I uh, talk to multiple, uh, not daily, but he comes to to the gym at daily, and he is a bodybuilder. Uh, he's actually I think five and a half six weeks out before his next Ooh. competition. And just the extremities, like I I every time I get the chance, I learn from him. And like for this next show, he's getting down to one point six percent body fat. Good luck with that. I did not know that was possible. Um, it is not without negative side effects. Uh, anytime you get below six percent body fat, there definitely is a lot of negative health uh, effects that you start seeing because you don't have any of that stored fat. You don't have any of that stored energy. Uh, we can counteract these negative effects with supplementation, and that is how bodybuilders do maintain that extremity of low body fat percentage. But that is not something we're going to get into today, just because it is its own topic that I don't know much about. Yeah. But like the idea of being down to under two percent body fat is like insane to me, like just insane. Because when at one point in my life, when my goal was just getting down as low as I can, mm -hmm. you know, of course that took everything out of me and I got down to seven and I was like oh my gosh like seven point something like it took everything like you know every day like every meal counted and like literally I couldn't even fathom going down that low but we're definitely gonna get into more of that in future podcasts let's stay pretty relevant here focus on Mr. Arnold I think one of the things while we were researching was something called the Arnold classic I literally am reading yep it is a his own his own uh, annual bodybuilding competition like Jesus Christ like what what the hell do you have to do to get your own body lifting or bodybuilding body weight lifting whatever you want to call it like competition yeah, I mean you got to do what he does you got to have that mentality you got to have the results you have to have the consistency you gotta and have that dog in you. That's the one thing I keep hearing on uh, on social media now. It's like that dog mentality, and I'm like, damn, that's a that's a good way of putting it. It is definitely an interesting way of putting it, but like it is like it's all about the mentality, and I love the short the short clips and the short bites I see of Arnold's like different uh, conversations and different motivational speeches he give about being in the gym. Like, Do we want to talk about his sons by chance? His sons by chance? We can definitely uh, transfer to that a little bit. Mm -hmm. um, but I just like I love listening to music when I'm working out but really like what really gets to me is just listen to like him speak about the mentality you should have. Like sitting there on your phone in between sets flipping through Instagram you know or just messing with the music and all this stuff takes you out of that zone but like the pump in the zone like is once you're in it and you get out of it you can't get back in it like this is zone that you focus so hard on getting in and once you're in it you're zoned in like it's like just go that's when you get the pump that's when you get the feeling and if i could like just as efficiently relay 
the motivation that he does in some of his videos. Like, I wish I could, but I just love him for motivation as well as a few other things. So, like, like I was kind of uh, hinting at earlier, like, uh, just the difference between Arnold Schwarzenegger's two, like, he has two sons, right? And so, I, I from my understanding, they split apart, like, Arnold and his wife, for whatever reason, you know, their relationship is their own. And it's, like, the stark difference between uh, Arnold raising one son versus his wife raising another is just, like, their development as far as bodies go, you know? Because the one, Arnie, when he raised his son, he just looks, like, incredibly fit. And then on the other, juxtaposed, like, his other son, he's... I, I don't know any other way to put it and not to be rude to him or anything. He's just, he's very overweight. And so I'm, I'm very curious to know if there was a difference in <clears throat> maybe like his second son that's overweight. If he was just like, I just don't want to follow in my father's footsteps, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Cause that's yeah. like a, that's like a big shadow, you know? Mm-hmm. And there's nothing wrong with, you know, you, you love what you love, you love what you do. And as long as you wake up in the, you know, uh, at the beginning of every day and you don't hate your life, do what you want. I know for people like you and me, we like going to the gym, we like fit, being active. And I'm just, I'm, I'm curious because when you think of Arnold, you think of, I'm fit, like I'm jacked, like I'm going to the gym. That's I'm, definitely that, like I feel like there's a direct correlation there from Arnold and that fitness side of things. Um, honestly, like, I feel like it could be a good thing to look at seeing that, like, you know, because we talked about the, uh, his two sons and how the difference, but he, he has five kids. Does and, he? Uh, so he has two with Maria, I believe. But no, he actually has five kids here. So um, who are the other three with? It's looking like... I mean, at the end of the day, it's it's just a large legacy to live up to. It's like, he's an action star. He's uh, Hell, he was the fucking governor of, what was it, San Francisco? Mm-hmm. Or no, it was California. He was the governor of California for, I believe, from 2003 to 2011. Jeez. He was the 38th governor there, which is crazy. Like, this dude, he was he didn't just dabble in different career paths. He dominated, and he became successful. He became the most famous, if not one of. I don't know who was more famous than him. I'm not going to... Richard Nixon was, like, he became the president, but he was also a movie actor. I mean... As bodybuilding side of thing, he is the uh, most famous bodybuilder. He is the amazing and very very famous actor, um, and he was a successful governor of California for eight years. Oh, most definitely. So like this man is successful. There's no denying that. I do like the fact that uh, not all of his kids definitely tried to live up to his shadow. I don't want to. Let me rephrase that, or at least followed in his steps. I definitely think with a father like that, I would take advantage and I would see, like, you know, I would probably get into it myself. But I like that he does have children that are trying to make their own name for themselves and a complete other. Like, as much as I... They took a step back. Worship the importance of health in your life. It doesn't have to be everything. And I like that they definitely were trying to make their own lives and careers out of themselves. So I respect them for that because you know how easy it would be to just take advantage of having that name? having that publicity for free and just taking advantage of that and running with it, like, it would be. And I'm not trying to discredit uh, his children, especially his youngest son, who is a fitness uh, influencer to this day. I'm not trying to discredit. 
discredit them because they built their own path whatsoever. Yeah. But I do like that they didn't all rely or and stick with that. I think we should also note that we're doing a lot of speculation here. Like Absolutely. Oh, there social, is a lot of speculation so, going on. Social in social media tends to like blend the the truth with a whole bunch of bullshit. So for all we know, maybe they'll like because I, I was looking at pictures and I, I just thought that, that that was something we should, you know, at least talk about and trying to, you know, try and get the mindset of like what the fight family dynamic is because that's a, that's a very important thing when it comes to trying to understand someone like this mini series and profiling that we're trying to do, and it's just like, you know, for all we know, maybe they have a health problem and it's like we, you know, as you know, what we're talking about, it's we really don't necessarily have a right to be making commentary like you know like we're doing but it's we have the right but we also don't have the right to make statements correct all we're doing is just stipulating and just giving our own opinions we're just two guys with assholes you know two guys with assholes. i mean like opinions assholes are like opinions everybody has them and nobody thinks they're stinks but here we are uh so i do think that we're getting close to the end of this episode i do want to talk about uh just one thing that uh, sure. So we talked about a lot of him his mentality during working out and how he goes about it, but something that uh, it's just a little important fun fact that I feel like we should include there is his uh, his famous post workout protein smoothie. Oh God. Uh, so and this is we're coming back to cherry juice. We were talking about cherry juice in some of our older our previous podcasts, but he loves his after he finishes a training session he jumps straight into his protein smoothie, which is mixing cherry juice banana. Vanilla flavored pl- plant based whey protein and then water. And that is his protein smoothie. And it is a very, very effective that uh, smoothie right there that I would recommend myself. Strong. It's got everything you need in it. That cherry smoothie or the cherry juice is very important for the, the reducing inflammation and the swelling. You know, your banana, you're getting you're getting that potassium, you're getting some of those macros you need, and then you know your protein, you got that. So uh just as he has so so much to offer just again keep everything with an open mind because he is a bodybuilder a lot of the stuff he says and he practices isn't going to be the most effective for us out here this is just us looking at one uh, health icon that we both i feel like idolized a little bit and taken a lot of information from and we just kind of want to talk about that today you know just uh going over it just going over what we like you know and just again keeping everything retaining all this with an open mind Right? And just trying to stay relevant. Because there's course. constantly, every day, there's new studies, new information being put out there. And just, you know, just keep an open mind and staying relevant. And just, again, having all this information relate back to us personally. Because a lot of it's not. We have to find the comparison and make it relate to us. Because a lot of this stuff is very general. Maybe it's specific to, for example, a lot of his stuff is specific to him and the bodybuilders. But again, a lot there's a lot of information there that we can take and relate to us personally. I agree, man. And I think that's about all we can probably say for Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah, again, I could talk about him forever because he's an icon, but I think we definitely talked over uh, some of the important stuff. And uh, I know this is a little bit different, but uh, I'm kind of enjoying these profile side of... Uh, I know we're not profiling him whatsoever. Again, we're just talking about him it's as a person, talking about him as an icon. And, uh, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Uh, and I'm definitely looking forward to making some new podcasts with some other types of... Uh, fitness influencers guys but that's all we got for today and i'll see you on the next one have a good one guys